0: Tonight, we're for sure finishing the sukya. Okay. okay. So, Thursday, Huh? We started Thursday. Yeah. So, Thursday we said, right, um, we had a two members saying very similar things. We said that if you don't really want the fruit or you don't want the stem, the stem doesn't have a dinyadis. The stem isn't makabal like a yad. We brought a mission, for instance, the case we're focusing on is if you have a branch for Schach, you don't really want the fruits there, but the Yadis are there. And Ramanash Bar says, don't worry about the Yadis, the Yadis aren't Makabot Toma, which number one is good for Toma. Number two, it's very helpful because then it could count the Schach. If it would be Makabot Toma, it doesn't count the Schach. We brought a Brysa that had a machlekas about this matter. Bryce has said if you have a fruit branch, which is a branch with fruits on it, the branches have to outnumber, have to outweigh, have to out um, outsize the <laughs> fruits. And one opinion said, no, it doesn't just have to outsize the fruits, it has to outsize the stems as well, which shows us that the stems, which shows us that the stems count as fruit. So that's a problem. You said the stems don't count as fruit. So you tried answering. Yeah, that's a case where you picked it initially as a fruit tree. And of course the stems have a din of fruit because you picked it as fruit. The Gemara says, okay, I hear you. That's why it's makabal toma." But then what about the other opinion? What about the opinion that says that it doesn't count as fruit? Why would it not count as fruit? So the Gemara said, oh, you changed your mind. So the Gemara says, you could change your mind by toma. We brought the Debraisa last night. That once you decide something is a keli, its status cannot be changed simply by changing your mind. You have to do an action to change it. So you cannot say what you said. You said the reason why the Chacham hold it's not Makabul Tomah is because you changed your mind. Changing your mind can change status. Sorry, Machashavah doesn't work to change toma So we left off last night with the following suggestion that we're gonna deal with tonight. Perhaps as follows, you could change your mind. You could change your mind. When you're dealing with something relatively insignificant, like a branch, so who cares really? It's not such a nafkemina if at first you thought it was a fruit branch, then you change your mind that it's just a branch branch. And that is insignificant enough that machshava can change your mind. You can change your mind simply with a machshava. Where does that mishnah say you can't change your mind when you're dealing with something very significant, very important, like like Kalim? By Kalim, no, you can't just change your mind. You have to actually do a ma'isa. By fruit branches, who cares? That's where we. That's where we ended off last night. Says the Gemara. Really, v'hatan'an, we learned in a mishnah, as follows. And we are about five, six lines down in Yedal and Rav. yodais ha-eichlen. If you have a fruit, or in this case, a grain, and of course you harvest it for food, so it's makabal tuma, and the stems, the stalks, are makabal tuma as yadais because they're attached to fruit. And then you break them apart on the winnowing floor. Says the Gemara, <laughs> any food that came attached with yadais, that you disattached them, in the floor of the, you know, the granary, the warehouse floor, where they process the grain, So if on this floor, the factory floor, where you process the grain, your mavasis, your basasan, you disattach tahiris. Then the yadas become tahar. So we see over here that (laughs) the process called basasan can change the status of tahar. Whatever sun is, it can change something's status from being a Yad that is Meqabu to being a Yad that isn't Meqabu Now, depending on what sun is, it's some form of disattachment. Depending on what sun is, will shed some light. If, you, if what you're saying is right. Remember, you're saying, by Kalim, you need a real mice to change its status. By food, you can change it with a mere thought. So now, we know sun can change the status of Yodais of grain. If Basesan is as insignificant as a thought, you're in luck. If Basesan <clears throat> is more significant than a thought, and you see you need something more significant to change the status, you're out of luck. Says the Gemara. Is
1: the Gemara saying that if you didn't do this, they wouldn't be doing this? Would...
0: Oh, if you didn't do anything, they are Meqabal They are regular Yaldis. You picked them for food. They acted as Yaldis for food. They are Meqabal toma. That's Pasha. Now you change it. You change it with Basasan. Basasan changes the status. Now what's Basasan? Is this
1: a, by the way, is this a new idea in the fact that if you don't want something, it takes it out of the, the gather of becoming tum- tummy. Because this yes. idea should apply to a lot of other things.
0: Yes, but only in something like Yadis, which means you cannot cause an apple to stop being an apple. I don't care if you don't like it and Let's say you're, like, you're, you're sick of apples and you say, that's it, I've never eaten another apple in my life. It doesn't change what an apple is. But a Yad which to start off with is gray. Sometimes it's food. Sometimes it's chaff. Sometimes it's garbage. Sometimes it's useful. So there, an item like a yad is taka given to what you want. Something that is it, a fruit, you can change it. What's the here needed to say that this is not a myself? Uh-uh-uh-uh. Says the Gemara like this. Bish leh amar... It's good, like the mandamar bosesan is something as simple as hitter oydan, that you have a bundle of grain tied with a rope, a string. If bosesan is as simple an act of untying the string, that, as far as the grain is concerned, is so insignificant in changing the nature of the yad It's equal to a thought. That's the answer to your question. Says Nighmar, if the translation of the word basasan is simply untying the string that binds the whole pile, the whole bundle together, Shapir, you are in luck because you are justified in what you said. You said that, yes, by food, changing your mind can change the toma status, and then your brysa worked on the bottom. But, my boss's son, but according to the Manda Omar, that says, no, you know what boss's son is? Boss's son mamish, literally trampling them and physically separating the Yad from the fruit. If that's what boss's son is, and we see that the bar for changing the status is an absolute action, of being mivaseis them, stomping on them, separating them physically, changing the Yad. If that's the bar for changing the status, your answer is bad. Your answer is out of luck. You said you're allowed to change your mind by food. I can't. Of course, you can't change your mind by food. You said you could change your mind. Oh, we see over here food, and yet it requires bosses son. If you translate Bussa's son as a real action, then your answer is no good. Michael, Michael so says the Gemara, yeah, that's what you do by schach also. Yeah, of course. When I said you changed the status of the yadis by shah, it meant that you actually snap it off the, the fruit. You actually crack it off the fruit. You did the same action. So says the Gemara, okay, then I'll go back to the other mandamar. If the reason by fruit the Kama says the youngest is no longer than <coughs> a is because you did something as concrete, as real, as physically separating them. Then why would Acherim argue and say they're still Tumming? What on earth would cause them to be Tumming if you physically separated them? It says the Gemara Yochi Ma'itam Ayod Says the Gemara Da Amak Rab Yoysi. takes the extreme sheet of Rab Yoysi, the Rab Yoysi Mitame. Rabbi Yaisi says, even on the grain floor, even if you do basasan san even if you physically trample them and stomp them and crack the stalk off the fruit, the stalk is still makabotama. So says the word, that's acherem shita. Acherem say, yes, you changed them. And you didn't just change your mind because like this opinion changing your mind doesn't work. You physically changed them. And that's the opinion of the Chachamim. That's why it's no longer Makabotomah because you physically changed it. Then what about a acherim? acherim? They're still tame because even physically changing them doesn't help. Someone says, one second. If you physically crack off a stem from a fruit, it is useless. And why would it be Makabotomah? So now, by the granary, on the grain floor, there's a reason why it's still Bish Bishlema hasam. I understand over there, by the grain, time it or the reason for a that says they're still mekabel even after they underwent a physical change, because chazi or ben they're still useful for Lakish, The amr Shim ben Lakish says b'shim ben Lakish Ba'ater. since they enable it to be flipped by a pitchfork. So, you know, we've all have seen a picture of a pitchfork, um, not in Dante's Inferno, like a, like a farming equipment. So there's this thing with like the three, not the Viking's hat, this, I knew you were thinking that, this three-pronged, wow. this three-pronged thing. Now, if you can imagine, if you want to pick up little pieces with a three-pronged thing, you need some bulk over there. You need something to take up the space that will enable the pitchfork to catch onto it. So, says the Gemara, that's Rabbi Yossi's reason. Rabbi Yossi holds that even after you cracked off the stem, it's still Makabotoma. Why is it Makabotoma? It has nothing to do with the fruit. No, because it's still useful. It enables the fruit to be able to be caught onto by the pitchfork to be able to flip it. So, says the Gemara, you're liberally applying Rabbi Yaisi Shita and you're wrong. You should, you should be wrong. Because Rabbi Yaisi says that over there, the broken chaff, the broken off stems, the broken off yadras are still me. You know why? Because they still serve a function. They still serve a function. They enable flipping with a pitchfork. Al but over here, by Schach, if you broke off the stems, it's total useless garbage. Why would you say it's Makaboton? And this is how you explain the Gachairim. What's it good for by Schach? Says the you know what's good for by You don't think about this Arab sukis, But one day sukkis is going to end, and you're going to have to collect every little piece of Schach that you put up there. So the more handles you'll have, the more things you'll have that will easily be picked up, it will help you collect your ska after success. <coughs> Says the mark. How does that work? If they're broken off already? Because in other words, it's like pickup sticks. That like the more things there are, the more it gets under other things and by with one schleppage you can get your hands on more things. Where like in other words, picture like flour or sugar. If you put your hand in the sugar, like container, and you pick up sugar, you only get what you get in your hands. You get no assistance. But picture, like spaghetti or macaroni, that they're long and intertwined and mess up with each other. When you pick, I meant spaghetti, not macaroni. When you pick up one, you get others. So says the Gemara, you're right, you broke off the stems. But the more stuff there is that's mixed in with each other, the more helpful it'll be when you want to collect the to get rid of it. It says the Gemara, Khazia, it's good, L'chisosar, when you take down your sukkah, lahu lehu bigilayhu, that you'll be able to pick the shach up with those stems. End of sugya. So-, so, so, now Bar Hashem, everything's good. Which means, let's just trace this back from the beginning very quickly. Ramanashi Bargada says, stems are not makabotum. Says, more. what are you talking about? We have a about that. One says, you have to outnumber just the fruit. You're good like that. Mandammer. The other says, you have to outnumber the fruit and the stems. You see, the stems are a couple to them. Says, Bergade, yeah, I'm right. In a classic case, you only have to outnumber the fruit. When do you have to outnumber the stems? When you thought of it as fruit. Really? You thought of it as fruit? then why would the other mandarmar say that it's not makabatoma? Because you change your mind. Really? You could change your mind? Yup, you're allowed to change your mind. What are you talking You're not allowed to change your mind. By Kalem, you're not allowed to change your mind. By fruit, you're able to change your mind. No, you're not. If son just means untying, yeah, by fruit, you could change your mind. If son means real actions, you can't change your mind. Where it says, you're right. You could be Mavasi sit. You crack it off. And that's why it works over here. The reason why you could change your mind is because you didn't just change your mind, you cracked it off. Really? Why would cracked off stems still be makabotoma? By the grain on the floor, cracked off stems are useful in catching on the pitchfork. What are cracked off stems good for by schach? They enable, they assist in schach collection after so you're sukkah. Top of the sukkah? Yeah, in other words, you, you just like like scrunched it on top of your sukkah and you like broke everything apart from each other. But everything is still in place, so if like you scoop it up, you'll, you'll get your hands on more stuff more easily if, than if it was taken away. If you would take away the stems and you'd have totally separate fruits and totally separate branches, you'd have double the work. You'd have to collect a lot more single things. Says the Gemara, let's just bring this machlekes that we brought gufa. We said previously, kol yadei all stems of fruit, that you disattached in the granary, in the factory floor, to harvest the stems are tahar. For Rabbi Yehissi says, no, even disattached stems are metamid. My boss's son, what does it mean, disattached? Rabbi it says, disattached means physically stomping them and disattaching them. He was the one that caused us the problems. Rabbi Yehissi agdon. It means just untying it. We explained Bishleim, Blazer. It works out according to Blazer, the Amar, Basasan, Hitr er, Ogdan. Basasan just means untying them. That's where Byasi says the stems are still tummy, because they're still physically attached to the fruit. El Mamish according to Rbyakhan that says they it means you literally stomp them and disattach them. Mamai Why? Are the stems matamid? They're totally detached. Am I matamid, Reb Yosi? So we answered, Am Reb ben Lakish, Hayil Veruuyis Lahavchan Ba'ater, since they enable them to be flipped and carried by the pitchfork. Ends off the gemara with a piece of agadata. Am Reb Lozer says, Reb Lozer, Loman Nimsula Filos and Why? are tefilas of tzadikim compared to a pitchfork? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, first of all, where are tefilas of tzadikim compared to a pitchfork? We have the Pesach, Vayetar Yitzchak el Hashem l'noichach So we see that a lotion of tefilah is a lotion of pitchfork. And Yitzchak pitchforked, Vayetar Yitzchak el Hashem l'noichach ishtay. Yitzchak pitchforked a tefilah to Hashem opposite his wife. So why is the lushan of Tvila called a pitchfork? Loim to tell you ze, just like this pitchfork, Mahapikhasatwa has the ability to flip the tfuh, begurin, mimakam lamakam from one place to another place. Aftfil tzadikim, so too the tfilosan of tzadikim, ms mahapchiz daitosha karajbarhu is able to flip the das of Baruch Hu, mimidas afzaris, mimidas rahmanis, a Baruch mimidas achzaris, mimidas rachmanis from a problematic situation, mimidas afzaris, to a good situation, that's why the tfilas are like a pitchfork and just like in our Marshall, a pitchfork grabs on to straws literally, the tefillah of tzaddikim has the ability, like a pitchfork to grab onto straws and a tzaddik's tefillah could find any attachment to any part of a schos and use it to flip the gzera of the Rebbeinah Shleil. We get more into the second half of the first parak. So, like we said before, the first parak of sukkah is how to build the sukkah. The second is how to live in the sukkah. The third already deals with Dalat Minim. And the fourth and fifth deal with Savesheva and Aroba, etc., the first parak, which deals with how to build the sukkah, is divided in two. The first half of the first parak was how to build the sukkah at the bottom. The area, the walls, the room, how many walls, that, that kind of inyanim. And the second half of the first parak deals with the schach. So we've been, you know, dancing around the uh, periphery of schach, halachas, for a couple of already. And like we even got into the meat and potatoes of it, last couple Mishnayas, that schach has to be not Makabal Tumma, it grows from the ground. Continues the Mishnah with the next issue pertaining to schach. Says the Gemara says the Mishnah Binasarim. A person is able to Misachichin is the verb of schach. We would call it, use for schach, make schach. A person is able to schach his sukkah b'nessarim with boards. So, you know, a board, picture a uh, two by four. Now, obviously, it's not going to be two by four because we're going to talk about different shirim, but that's what we're talking about. Planks of wood. Divrei Rebbe Huda. Rebbe Huda says you could use nice, thick boards now we don't know how big Remeir is talking the is talking. Rebhud is allowing an asarim. Well, how wide? Okay, you're allowed to use wide boards. How wide? That's gonna be a machelikus in the gemara. And number two, more importantly, thank you. Of course. A board is throws to the ground and it's not a kabozama. So what, you tell me a big chiddish, remember in the Mishnah, egg comes in Bismedrish, makes a big clap on the Bimus, I have a big chiddish for you. Why would I not be able to be Mishachim b'nisarim? It meets the main qualifications we had, it's not the and it grows from the ground. What's the issue? Vremayr Eyser. Vremayr says, no, you can't. You cannot be Mishachim b'nisarim and that is because of something called xaerus tikra something called xaerus tikra the xaerus of the roof rashi explains that if you think about it for a second why is your house not a kasher sukkah meaning what is what's over your head in your house let's say you have a rancher and you're in the top floor of your house, or you're in the top floor of your house, and you don't have a rancher. Why are you not in a sukkah? What's above your head? So I'll tell you what's in your roof if you've never watched a roof being put on. There's four by eights. You know, there's you know, uh, wood plywood, four by eights of plywood, and then they put on top of it shingles. The shingles are made of petroleum. So, um, So why is your house... Not, and they made roofs the same way in the olden days. They put wood and then they poured tar. So, same way. So why is your house not a good sukkah? It's not. It's not a good sukkah. So Rashi says, Rashi says, because it's not a sukkah. The Torah says, leave your house and go to a sukkah. So there's something different about a house and the sukkah. <clears throat> you have to leave your house, which is a permanent structure, and go to a sukkah, which is a temporary structure. Well, I mean, what's, what's that? Right away, what's... I mean, did the, the, the Mishnah really have a hava minah that your house... That you have to no, no, up? no, 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 no. This is just you talking. The, we're, yeah, the, first we have to talk about what's wrong with that, because... No, no, no to I mean, I'm just saying, because you have, your house is up for... 20, 50 years, whatever it is. Okay, fine. Right? So then fine. right away it's no good. Even if it has, you know, you can see the stars and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but you know, first first we have to talk what's wrong with house. So we have to, if we're going to be geyser, certain materials that are possible for schach because they are house-like, we first have to understand what's wrong with a house. <laughs> we're, what we're about to do is answer certain materials for schach because they are gzehras tikra, a gzehras like a roof zero like a house so if we're going to make something usher because it's house-like we have to understand what's wrong with a house so rashi learns rashi learns that it's not a sukkah rashi says rashi says i will get to it in the gemara rashi says that a house is not a sukkah because it's not a sukkah the Torah says create a sukkah the ritva says a little different the ritva says you have to make a sukkah, so a house would be a chasarim of taser. So in either case, a house is possible. So we don't want somebody to see a sukkah and say, hey, there's no difference between that and a house, so we're going to take materials that are otherwise fine. For instance, a plank of wood, a neser, which is a plank of wood, There's nothing wrong with it. Eschach. There's nothing wrong with it, Eschach. But we're going to posle it artificially, Midr HaBonon, called Gzeres Tikra, because we don't want it to resemble a roof. And therefore, the materials you use for Eschach cannot resemble a roof, even though there's no other psal with them. So that is the machlaikas here in the Mishnah. Mesachim minasarem Yehuda. says you can use boards for schach. V'remeyer oisr, and Remeyer says you cannot. Now again, Remeyer is somewhat defined. Rabbi is totally not defined. Does Rabbi disagree with the whole xeris tikra and says anything is fine? Does he have a bigger allowance than Remeyer? We'll see this all in one minute. Ends the Mishnah, which also is going to be mysterious for a minute. We'll figure it all out tonight. If you place a board, that is four Tfachim wide. For the first time, we have a Shear. If you put a board on your schach that is four Tfachim wide, 16 inches wide, says the Gemara, your sukkah's kosher, says Rashi, because you put it on the side and we're going to use akuma, because that's bad schach. That's bad schach. If it's a board that's four tzach and wide, it's bad schach. That's what we're talking about when we say tikra. when we say we're going to passel otherwise good material. We're going to passel otherwise find tzach because it resembles a roof. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about boards that are four tzachim wide, so it's possible for tzach. So says Rashi. Says Rashi, if you make a the end of your sukkah a board of four tzachim, it's fine. Like we learned back in the beginning of the parak that if you have pasal schach at the edge of your sukkah, when we had the, the whole sukkah with the stage in the middle of the room, that we're fine to bend the schach and turn it into a wall. So if you have, at the edge of your sukkah, you have a good schach all the way to the edge, and then you have a big, fat board, we're fine to turn that into a wall because it's pasal schach. Why is it pasal schach? Not because it has to be pasal, because we made it puzzle. Why do we make it puzzle? Because it resembles a roof. So says Says the Mishnah, as long as you do not sleep underneath that board. Because we just turned it into a wall. If we turn it into a wall, you can't claim it's half. You can't have it both ways. It won't passel your Sukkah because it's just a bent wall. But don't count it as Sukkah. It won't passel your Sukkah, but don't count it as Sukkah. So that is the din of the Mishnah. We so can take Schach, that's Puzzle, just outside Dindar because a Gezerah of Tikra, and turn that into Lao So it's Puzzle Schach, and then use that for Dayvan If Dayvan one, one, one second, You start in the wrong direction. If Dayvan could Kasher something that's really Puzzle, it could Kasher something that's fakely Puzzle. But it's really, it's really Kasher. That's it, what I'm saying. It's It's bad. So, right. if it's, so it's bad. But it's really I want to chalk it, it up zero. to another. Yes, yeah, so I, I want to wrong. chalk it up to another column. I'm chalking it up to wall. I'm chalking it up to wall. Another.
1: If someone, if someone blows shayfer on Rosh Hashanah because he carried a Shyfer, right? But because like Zera that you can't that you can't carry it, but he blew it. Why, so is he is, he is it if, someone's there,
0: right? so. if someone's over at the rasi, he's Good so, someone's over at the rasi yeah, it's yeah. Wait, you said misvobavera tass? Well, I could say that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Drop the marsh. Get back to the case. Yeah. So I'm saying, so over here, it's it's just it's it's just a like zero. now you're using it something which would normally not be allowed to be used. In other words, if you had all possible right. stuff, right? Right. You're it's saying you're, But in other words, you can't use it for schach. So you have two I'm choices: saying, but, but chuck it's still your schach. Not and not Lamaisa. La Lamaisa, it's not. You're saying that something has to be really puzzled to be turned into Daifanakuma. Right.
1: That's what I'm asking. That's what I, I, I thought. I hear. Was. I hear. I
0: hear. I hear.
1: I hear. Why would you call it Daifanakuma if we don't need the law? Let's see, you because you, you have law. two choices.
0: No, because then Avi. If, if it's not schach and it's not wall, you have a hole in your sukkah, and then the wall isn't part of your sukkah, and you need the wall. Oh, I see. So, in other words, in other words you've got to do then something. The to be too
1: exactly, far from the wall. exactly.
0: So, in other words, if you ignore it and erase it and pretend you don't see it, so then you have a gaping hole in your sukkah, and then you don't have wall. I see. But if we turn that into wall and we, like, fakely move the wall there, so. I know fakely is not a word. But, um, and you move the wall there, big then way. you have coverage. What's the
1: philosophical admission? that's just very interesting? It says, as long as you don't sleep
0: under it. What, as long as you can't you can eat under it? it says, no, like, no, you, no. Why? Sleeping is, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to Minix, Samet, Minchadmus, Dinah, from course. the main paula you do in a sukkah is sleeping. Eating is secondary. Well, yes. don't even say sleeping, just say you can't use it for a sukkah. That's the way we say it. That's the way we say it. Okay. a bigger mitzvah to sleep in your sukkah than to eat in your sukkah? Same. Same Because exactly. so, you just said that sleeping is like the... That's just the like, you know, the paula. I mean, because because unless <laughs> you're a very big eater, you sleep more than you eat. <laughs> That's true. See? Says the uh, even from the biggest years. Yeah, he's like you know, you have to like a real barker to sleep two hours, and they need six hours a day. Then, but fine. Says the Gemara. Now, now we will explain the Mishnah fully. Omar Rav says Rav Machlekes the Machlekes in our Mishnah that Reb Yehuda okays boards. And Reb Aser's boards is even in a board that is four Tfachim wide. <laughs> Omar Rav, machlekes, the machlekes in our Mishnah between Reb Yehuda and Remeyer is even B'nesaren, Sh'yesh, Arba, even in boards that are four wide. And it's a very simple machlekes. The Reb Yehuda less like Zeres Tikra. Rav learns that the machleitis in our Mishnah is in the worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario is you have the biggest, fattest boards, four tvachim wide. So Rameir says, uh-uh, uh-uh, that is Zeres Tikra. That mamish looks like roofing of a house. And therefore, your sukkah is possible, gzerah's stickra, it's too similar to house. Worst case. And even in the worst case, and even in the worst case, Rabbi Huda says it's fine, I don't care about it. Meaning, in Rav, it's a straight up machlekas. Rabbi Huda has no issues with roof-like schach, and Reb Meir has issues with roof-like schach. It's a very simple machlekas. And Rabbi Huda just does not subscribe to the entire issue of Xairas Tikra. And says Rav Arba, if you have medium big boards, like three tvachim big, Even Reb Meir, who generally subscribes to Xeras Tikra, that's not big enough. It's not roof-like enough. It doesn't resemble roof. Roofs are made of big fat boards. If they're three them under four t'vachim, then they're not fat enough to resemble roof boards. And even Rabeinu, who generally doesn't allow roof-like schach, will allow roof-like schach because it's not roof-like. So the definition of roof-like schach, according to Rabeinu, is, is mamish four tefachim. Exactly. Exactly. And that—that's one. Important point in the rabbi. The other important point in the is Reb Yehuda does not subscribe at all to Xerus Tikra in any way, shape, or form. So if a board was five, according to Yehuda, he would say it's because it's it, not a Nakuma? No. Four but, by four? He'd say it's kush because he doesn't have any problem with it. At five? Once you're four, four is as big, four is like a rashos. Like, you know, there's nothing worse than four. Five. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, but. Five's not like a new number. It's just four plus. So then that
1: would be Kasha.
0: Yeah, yeah. And those you know, that's mamish. the words Ralph said. Rebihuda Les Lake Tikra. Which means, which means, if you don't know the Xeras Tikra, there's no other thing I could get you on for using words for your side. What'd you do wrong? It's, is it my No. Does it grow from the ground? Yes. Yeah, what? So what did you do wrong? You'd do anything wrong. So I can hop you on Xeris Tikra. But Rav said straight up, Rabbi does not subscribe to Xeris Tikra. So there's nothing you could do wrong. Four is like the biggest number that if I would hop you for Xeris Tikra, I would have hap you at four. <clears throat> but if I'm okay with four, I'm never going to hop you for Xeris Tikra. I don't care about Xeris Tikra. Rav, she is. The Rabbi doesn't subscribe to Xeris Tikra at all. So at you all. to have a solid roof. So it means you could basically have your roof. Now you want to fight with me about shingles? We could fight about shingles. But if you have a roof of straight four by eights, that's fine according to according to Rav's Rebbe Yehuda, which is very far from how we pass it. Now, Shmuel Omar, Shmuel says no, 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 no. Everyone holds of Gzera's Tikra. It's a much more nuanced machlekes in Shmuel. It's a much more nuanced machlekas. Shmuel says, arba The machlekas is when there aren't when they aren't four. Avil yesh ben arba if they have for divrei Everyone says it's possible. Shmuel learns the mission a whole other way. Shmuel says like this. Everyone holds of xeris Tikra. Rabbi the apostles because xeris Tikra Reb passes to the Tikra, which means if you have something that's really wide, like four Tvachim, everyone passes it als Xeris Tikra. Everyone passes to Tikra. Everyone subscribes to Xeris Tikra if it's real McCoy Xeris Tikra. The Machlekes is, how low do we go for Xeris Tikra? So under four, Rebihuda huda says it's okay. Under four, Reb Mayer says it's Asr. So now the Gemara has to clarify one thing. Says the Gemara, Ein behenarba. Arba. It says, Remeyer Apostles, if it's under four. How about if you have one inch slats? How about if you have two inch slats? Which we all used to use for Schach. Remeyer Apostles? Even if they're less than three, they're basically reeds, and that's for sure okay for Schach. That's not roof like, it doesn't resemble a roof says why the Gema- choose, why wouldn't you no. have No, because because three to four, we'll see in a second. I hear what you're saying. Under three, that's garnished. So says Mark, let me modify what I said in Remeyer. This is what Shmuel means to say. Arba if they have four hakol Divrahulpsula both mayor and Rabbi Yehud are possible because like we said in Shmuel, Xeris Tikra is universal. <coughs> Everyone agrees to Xeris Tikra. It's not negotiable. Everyone, Mayor Rabbi Yehud, no one says you can make a roof like you said. You can use four eights for your sukkah. That's too roof-like. Everyone agrees that that's possible. That's posh. And another thing is also posh. Pachas Mishleisha, if they're under three, no one, calls that gzera that That's slats. That's slats. Divrei hakol kshera. Everyone says it's kosher. my time hakan They're just basic reads. Key pligi. In Shmuel's opinion, the machlekes between Rev Yehuda and Rav Meir is very, very narrow. Me shleisha ad arba. From three Tvachim to four tfachim. Again, under three, everyone says it's fine. Over four, everyone says it's bad. In Shmuel. The machlekis in our Mishnah between Rabbi Yehuda and Reb Meir is between three and four. Says the Gemara like this. Kipliki Mishlej had our Bamar, Savar. Rabbi Yehuda, is Keva Deles Nehu Shir Mokayim Legazrina. One says four Tfachim is the minimum we find for a rishus? For instance, on Shabbos, if something is ten t'vachim high and four t'vachim wide, it has a din of a rishos. says, I agree with Xeris Tikra. I agree. But until something reaches the width of four t'vachim, it's nothing. It doesn't count as anything. So I agree that we're going to answer something that's roof-like. But till it hits the bar of four t'vachim, it's not substantial enough. It's not significant enough to call it anything into Aseret. So Ryuda says, I agree with you. There's Xeris but it's got to hit four. Under four, it's fine. Re- Umar Savar and Remeyer holds no Dinafkila Miteris Lovud. We do find three being significant because anything under three is like it's attached. So we see once something is bigger than three, it's like it's on its own. So, you're right, I never found four to be a shear. I never found anything less than four to be a shear, but I found once something's bigger than three, it's removed from something else. It's removed. So says Reb Yehud, says Reb Meir, three is my trigger. Which means Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda in Shmuel are so, so close. Which means they both agree, t'gzei Tikra. And they both agree if something's too small, it's fine. Their machlekis is, at what point do we jump in and start saying it's Xeris Tikra? And even there they agree. The minimum shear we find elsewhere. If we would find elsewhere a shear, they both agree we would call Xeris Tikra. Their machlekis is this thin. Their machlekis is this narrow. Rabbi Yehuda says that the smallest shear we ever find, which is what I'll start, call, start calling Xeris Tikra, is four buzzle says, no, the smallest shear I ever find is three tvachim, so I'm not gonna call it Xeras Tikra until three t'vachim, but three tvachim I will. So in Shmu the Huh? I hold of love, it, but I don't hold that Chutzme love it creates a shear. I hold four creates a shear. Just because you're not Peter's love it doesn't mean it's a a zach. I see that it's a shear. It's a shear of not being attached, but it's not a shear of something machumhosh chashiv. And he says no, not attached, it's 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 a, a shear. So we have over here a fascinating machlekes in Rav and Shmuel. How broad is the machlekes? Rabbi Yehuda and Remeir. Rav said it's mamish black and white. Rav says Remeir doesn't care about ze- Rabbi Yehuda doesn't care about zera sticker and Remeir does. In Rav, it's mamish a broad machlekes. Like carves El Zekala black and white. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't care about zera sticker. Remeir does care about zera sticker. Shmuel says mamish on the contrary. Shmuel says the machlekes between, Rab, between Rabbi Yehuda and Meir is not black and white. It's mamish very, very, very close. Mamish very close. It's this close. In fact, they both agree to Zeres And they both agree that when it's small, it's fine. Their machlekes is, when do I start calling something Zeres Tikra? And even there they agree. I'll start calling something Zeres Tikra when it's a, a Shir Chashev. Rabbi Yehuda says the Shir Chashev starts at 4 because that's Rishos. And Rameir says, the Shir HaShav starts at three, because that's Yetzim and But we both agree on everything else. Once it's a Shir, I'm going to start calling it Zeraz Tikra. Our only disagreement is, when do I start calling something a Hashav a Shir? And that is the two ways to read our Mishnah. We'll stop here for Hazar. A blanket Tikra, right? We had a Mishnah, and the Mishnah introduced to us Xeris Tikra. Xerus Tikra was that a person is not allowed to have on his roof Nisarim that are wide. You're not allowed to have boards that are wide because the wide boards resemble, resemble your roof in your house and a person may become confused and think that he could just turn his house into a sukkah, and therefore we passled Nisarim. It was a machlikas tanaim and the machlikas amirayim when exactly this applies, but we had xeris tiqui. The Gemara we ended with last night was discussing if a person <clears throat> didn't just leave it, as wide, flat boards, which are for sure bad. But rather, you know, Tysus points out that, you see, we're only dealing with Shmuel. You know, we're not even dealing with Rav. That there's a, there's a way out of this. We're assuming they're bad. We're going like Shmuel. So the Gemara then wanted to know, let's say you take these boards that are puzzled because of their width. And rather than just leave them as their width, you flip them on their sides. So the problem, namely their width, is not a problem anymore. Because they are not placed by the width. They're on their side. So the wide part is facing up. So is it still possible? The Gemara more or less said, even though we had a machling, it's not clear if that opinion stuck to the end, The Gemara said, yes, they're possible. Because once we declared this board possible, you're right, we declared it possible because of its width, we declared it possible because of its width, but once you turn it, that doesn't kasher it. It's like it's metal. And just like a metal piece of schach is possible, no matter which way you place it, it doesn't matter which side it's on, it's possible because it's a chefz of metal, so to this wide board, even though what caused it to be possible was how wide it is, and you are not using it by its width in your schach, you're putting it on its side, and you're only getting a side profile of it, but it became like metal and it's possible. So says the Gemara Lama, Messiah Let me try to prove that a board, even though you're not using it widthwise for the schach, it still is possible. Fascinating proof. Lema Messiah The Mishnah we're going to quote now lists a bunch of psulim in Sukkah. Number one, A Sukkah that is not big enough. We said that a Sukkah needs to fit seven tvachem, which is the shear of a person his head, most of his body on his table, and if a sukkah cannot fit that amount. That's one psalm. Oi, shenifritza b'pirtza. It got a hole. The sukkah has to reach, you know, even though we'll discuss later how to get around this, but basically a sukkah has to reach the floor. Oh, sorry. A sukkah has to reach the floor. The boards have to reach the floor. And if let's say there's a hole, appears as a hole, and the sukkah doesn't reach the floor, it's a little bit above the floor, how much? Kideshi is Enough for a goat to peek his head in. dakar Enough for a goat to poke his head in then the sukkah, that's not providing protection from the outside. The job of the sukkah is to provide protection that animals do not poke their head in your sukkah. So if the walls are porous so much that an animal, like a goat, can poke his head in the bottom, that's a bad sukkah. That's a second psul. And here's our psul. You put on a board... Shu'roch of our t'fachim that is four t'fachim wide. Okay, that's our psul. Says the Mishnah, af al pishle Hichnes, laseicha ela shloisha t'fachim, even though you didn't bring into the sukkah hichnis lach bring into the sukkah, but three of those t'fachim, it's still psul. Now, how do you have a board that's four t'fachim wide? but you only use three of the t'vachim for s'chach. Ah, it's Mamashar's case. You had a board that was four t'vachim wide, but you didn't bring in all four t'vachim into the sukkah. Rather, you flipped it on its side, so you only had a three kafach wide board. This thing's like a block. So it's four t'vachim wide and three t'vachim thick. So, but if you flip it on its side, then the bottom is now three t'vachim, and it goes four t'vachim up in the air. That's our case. Why wasn't it kind of where worth hanging over the side? Oh, it's a more answer. So, says the Gemara, yeah. how else do you have a four tevach board, and you only have three tevachim, and yet it still calls it puzzle. So we have a raya to the psak we made last night. That if you have a board, even though the reason it's puzzle is because how wide it is, and you're not using the width because you flipped it on its side, and the Wide part is now your schach, it's still possible, like we said last night. So, where it says, Hey, chidami, what is this case that you have a four tefach wide board, yet only three of the tefachim are in your schach? Lav, is it not Kiguen al that you flipped it on its side and that's how you only have three out of four tefachim in your sukkah? Says the Gmar, No, no, that's not the case. You placed it apuma at the entrance de of your sukkah. What happened here is a person has a three-walled sukkah. The two side walls and the back wall. And he puts all the way to the front of the sukkah, and then he takes this four tefach wide board and puts it across the front and three of them are in the sukkah and one is the overhang so now we have a problem or we have a question do we say that vibalt, only three of the tefachim are actually in the sukkah this piece of does not exceed the maximum width the maximum width being four but since only three of the tefachim are in the sukkah then the schach does not exceed the maximum width? Or do we say that since the actual piece of schach is four tefachim wide, I don't care that only three of the tefachim are in the sukkah, the piece of schach is possible. That's the case that it's possible. When the, Gemara, when the Mishnah said, you have a schach that's four tefachim wide, but you only use three of the tefachim, it's not talking about our case where you flipped it on its side you don't have a riot. You need to prove that it's talking about that case. You don't have a riot. It's not talking about a case where you flipped it on its side. Would where you have to if you have
1: the last piece?
0: No, you, you're, there's no wall there. We'll talk about why it's possible in a second, but there's no wall there. Where do
1: we ever say, uh, where do we ever say anything about how much is in the slipper now? So
0: we talk we about four. Right, about four because those, the Mishnah said you have a four tevach piece of schach and you only use three tevach. So now, we, we said like, well, how could you have a four Tevach piece Schach and only use three Tevachim? So, the only case we could come up with is you flipped it on its side. So, it's four Tevachim this way, three Tevachim that way. You flipped them on its side, now it's three Tevachim that way. That's how you have a four Tevach pieces Schach, you're only using three Tevachim. Says, well, no. I'll tell you another case. You have a four Tevachim pieces Schach, then only three of which is in your Sukkah. And then, why is it possible? Why is the puzzle? it possible? Says the Gemara beautiful logic. Because this worked both, way, both ways that we've discussed in the past, and we're going to get there later. There's a din of and <laughs> Let's say you'd have this situation, it would be kasher schach. Would you be able to sit there? Yes. Yes. Aye, you're surrounded by no walls. You're out in the middle of nowhere. The three walls ended there. Let's say, let's say you see this wall over over there. One, two, three. And I'm sitting here, but you see this piece of schach. It's overhanging to here. I'm sitting right here. Am I allowed to do this? Yes. I, I'm surrounded by no walls now. There's a din of Pesal Yetzim and because since this is the same structure, it's an overhang of a kosher sukkah. That's the din of Pesal Hayyotzeim and HaSukah, Nida and Pesal meaning sach. Hayyotzeim and that's extending from the sukkah. The schach is extending past the walls of the sukkah. How far so, out do you get? as long as the schach is kosher and it's the same structure,
1: why don't you get that if you have a hole in your sukkah on the side? What do you mean? Or whatever. I don't know. Sometimes you have places in your sukkah that yeah. Let's say you have a hole in the middle sukkah. Yeah. Yeah. So you have so you're saying because then yeah, yeah. Then you're ruining the walls. Anything. Then you're ruining the walls. I know, but you really have no walls sitting outside the so sukkah. How is that any better? Okay, so it's Pesel Yotas. Here you're actually sitting in four... Because four,
0: the walls, because the three walls, gave you a Hatshah Sukkah that you have a base from which to extend. There, since you have a whole middle of your Sukkah, you ruined your walls, so you don't have a base from where to extend. Here, since you have three good walls, good stuff, you have a base. Now, as long as that Pesel comes out, we'll <coughs> talk about all the Pratam and daf yutes. So I can just throw that
1: stock out with beams in the middle and keep on going and extend myself. We'll talk about
0: the limits, how far you could take it. We'll talk about the limits, how far you can take it. So says the Gemara. that's why I could it. Because since the extension of the sukkah can be used for your benefit, so you see that outside of the walls, actually the sukkah extends. So if the, the piece of schach is a problem based on extending outside the walls, because it's now too wide a piece of schach, so just like you can use Pesal Yetzim and sukkah to your advantage to help you, to extend the Sukkah to help you, so I could use the Schach also to extend the pasla. That's why a piece of Schach that even though only three out of four Tzvachim are in the Sukkah and the fourth Tafach is outside the Sukkah, it's still held against you because in other cases you would hold it for you. You would use it for your advantage. It says, you know, what's the case? You place this four tefach wide piece of sechach, on the mouth, on the entrance to the sukkah. The aisle telosah legav, that you got three in. Aisle means you brought Talasa three legav, to the inside. Three of them are in the actual walls. The apik and you took out. Chad lebar one tefach to the outside. The havelay. This is a classic case of pesel hayyitzim in a of schach that goes extends out of the sukkah. whole a And when you have schach that extends outside of a sukkah, it has a din of sukkah, and that's what you have over here. So just like you could use this for your advantage. We are going to use this for your disadvantage. We're going to hold this against you. And that is the other way that we can I- explain this case of you have a piece of schach that's four, and only three are on the sukkah. At first we thought the only way to explain that was you flip the schach on its side. The other words, no, it's another way. You have four, and only three is in the sukkah, and the fourth still apostles you, and therefore you have no raya to what we were saying Last night. Okay, period. Now, says the next Mishnah. Now, lest you think that, okay, we finished, we finished that Mishnah, we finished that Sugya, ready to move on. This Mishnah is Mamish, a continuation of the last Mishnah. And the problem is it's not just a continuation, it's a complication of the last Mishnah. So, this is Mamish just continuing. Tikra she'enalav ma'ziva. Says the Mishnah, Tikra she'enalav ma'ziva. If you have a roof that doesn't have any tar. So ma'ziva, the translation of which is tar, in nowadays terms, just think of that as shingles. So, you have a roof with no shingles, so you have mamish case. You have a bunch of four by eights. You have a bunch of nisarim, which again, we said is kosher schach. It's grew from the ground, it's not makabotummah, but it's roof material. And now, you want to change that into a kosher sukkah. So, says the Gemara or says the Mishnah, says the Mishnah, Rebuhuda Yehuda, Rebuhuda who, if you remember in the last Mishnah, it was a machlekes Rab Shmuel, between Rab and Shmuel, but Rebuhuda Yehuda was much more liberal with using wood for schach. So Rebuhuda, Yehuda, who, in Rab's opinion, didn't care about Xayah's ticker at all, and in Shmuel's opinion, and in Shmuel's opinion, he cared about Zera Tikra, but he had a better size. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, says, how to cure this is actually a machlegas between Beishamai and Beisilo. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Beishamai Omerim, Yehuda says, Beishamai says, in order to convert your house into a sukkah, you need to do two things. Mifak You have to pick up each board and put it back down. Mifak literally means to bother. Um, There's another word in English for bothering, but we're not going to use it. You have to, like, shter, each one of... It's r- loosen. Loosen. No, but saying it reminds me of a pitcher like John Lester, but his brother. Um... So, our kids are nothing. What's your problem? So, our kids are um, so you have to like You have to chaper with each board. So, like this, yeah. So, the Rebbe Huda says, "Be shamel, you have to be a Pick up each one, and remove one of the boards. Well, when you remove one of the boards, you're gonna to have to replace it with regular schach. We'll have to discuss the job of that in a minute." either works, either pick up all the boards and put them back down, or put one back. Reb Meir, Reb Meir says, no, you have one choice and one choice only. Because remember, Reb Meir, Reb Meir says, You can't use this for schach. So by simply picking them up and putting them back down, yes, you've cured the problem that your house wasn't made l'shma for sukkah. Remember, picking them up and putting them back down doesn't change them. It doesn't change what they are. It just makes it that your sukkah was made l'shma. But you still have a sukkah of boards, which Rabbi Yehuda said was okay. Rabbi Meir never liked. So, says the Gemara, Reb says, No. Simply picking them up and putting them back down, simply picking them up and putting them back down will not do the trick. Because, yes, now your sukkah was made lishma. You picked up each piece and you put it back down, it was made lishma, But you still have boards for schach and Reb says, boards are postals so picking them up and putting them back down isn't going to solve any problems so says remeyer remove one and don't bother with picking them up when you're putting them back down remove one and of course when we talk about removing the board what are you going to do when you remove the board you're going to replace it with good so remeyer is basically saying, in other words, he's talking about Rabbi Huda's language, doesn't really talk about picking them up putting them back down. That's not going to do a trick. You've got to remove it. When you remove it, you've got to put regular schach there. So Rabbi Meir is more or less reiterating his shita from the last Mishnah and saying, nah, sorry, these things are unfixable. These things are not schach. There's a ticker that apostles these days. So therefore you have but one option remove them, not just pick them up and put them back down, because picking them up and putting them back down just cures the lashmah part of it which the Gemara says right away so Bishlema Beis Hillel I understand Beis Hillel okay, we'll say this for tomorrow we we'll save why for tomorrow well, why the Machlekes is... about a machlekes. So we'll go straight into it. What the machlekas about the machlekas? Rav says that the machlekas between Remeir and Rabbi Yehudah in our Mishnah is that Rav says that the machlekas between Remeir and Rabbi Yehudah in the Mishnah is a straight up simple machlekas. That Rabbi Yehudah holds, you can put any kinds of boards on your sukkah, there is no such thing as zera Tikrah. I don't care if the boards are thin, I don't care if they're fat, there is no such thing as zera Tikrah. Meaning, I, no one's going to say, oh, since you have fat boards on your sukkah, you can make your house into a sukkah. No one's going to think that. No one's going to think zera Tikrah. And, and Reb Meir says, no, if they are four and Big, If the boards are four and wide, a person will say, hey, I can make a sukkah in a house. These boards are roof boards. These boards are four by eights. I can make a board, I can make a sukkah out of a house. That's gzaira's tikra. So, Rav learned the machlekes between Ramey and Rabbi Yehuda as a very simple machlekes, as whether or not we make xerah. Rav said Rabbi Yehuda never makes xerah." and Red Meir says four Tzfachim is bad. That is Rav's version of the Mishnah. And of course according to Rav when the Mishnah said in the end if you have a board that's four Tzfachim wide you can't sleep under it that is only in Reb Meir Shita that's not Reb at all. Shmuel had a much more nuanced approach to the Mishnah and Shmuel said that if it's under three everyone agrees it's fine if it's over four, everyone agrees it's bad. The machle between Rav and Shmuel is only between three and four. That was the machlekus between Rav and Shmuel. So we are on Yudaladam at Bayes, about ten lines from the top, Lishnachrina. This will sound very familiar from last night. Lishnachrina. Another way of asking the same kasha we asked last night according to Shmuel the Amar <coughs> that says <laughs> that when there is not four it's a machlekes when we quoted a Brisa last night that said that two boards next to each other combine to make puzzle. So according to Shmuel, it's beautiful. Because we know everyone can agree a board bigger than four tvachim is bad. So said the Brisa, two boards can combine for that shear of four tvachim. Two boards can combine for that shear of four Tvachem. So it makes sense. Bishlema Shmuel, it's good according to Shmuel. Domer b'shem and abu ben p'sula. If there's four tfachim, it's posel. My mitzvahfin. What is meant when it says these boards can combine to posel the sukkah? la arba? Amis menatzad. Since a board that is four tfachim is posel, you have schach posel. So what do you need to combine it? If it's posel, what do you need to combine it? So we explained last night, what you need, what we're talking about when you combine it is, Shach pasal at the edge of your sukkah is fine. We'll just turn it into a daif But there's a limit for how much we'll do that. We will make your wall into your shach and your shach into your wall for four Amis, and that's it. So you have these boards that because they are bigger than four tfach our pasl, so the clock is started ticking. You're charging against your clock. You have one Amish two Amish three amus, four amus, game over. So what do we mean mitzarif? You have these boards that are four tfach and wide. They're possible. Everyone agrees they're possible in shmuel. I know that. So what do I need them to be mitzarif? I'm talking about mitzarif till you reach the limit of four amus. Because at four amis, I am no longer allowing akuma. So that that's how it will work according to Shmuel. Elalarab. According to Rav, that says that Rabbi Huda has no limit. Rabbi Huda never cares. Rabbi Huda has no psulim in Shah. So Rameyer says Fort is bad. So Elul Rav, Bishleim Malur Rab Meyer. According to Reb Meir, same idea. is In Rav's version of Rab Meyer, same idea. Fort Fahim is puzzle. So, you're allowed to have Schach Possel, but you start the clock ticking. You're allowed to have up to four Amis of Schach Puzzle, and we will allow Deifan Akuma. After four Amis of Schach Puzzle, we will no longer allow Deifan Akuma. So, in <coughs> Rav's version of Reb Meyer, you have Schach Possel because it's bigger than four Tvachim. Okay, that's Schach puzzle. You're allowed an allowance of Schach Possel, the clock <coughs> is ticking. One Amis, two Amis, three Amis, four Amis, stop, the clock is ticking. So, I understand this Lushek. In Rav's version of Remeyer, that four Tfachim is schach Posel. Schach Posel has a time limit, a clock, four Amis, it's Posel. But according to Elul Rebbe Huda in Rav's Rebbe Huda, there's no such thing as too big schach. So, why would it be Mitzdara? For what? It's all good. Mitzdaref means, uh-oh, it's, it's good in, in small doses, but if it's Mitzdaref, if it combines to a big dose, you're in trouble. According to Rav's Rebbe Yehuda, there's no dose that is too much. There's no amount that is too much. Elul Rebbe Yehuda, damrafili Arba Amis <coughs> But according to Rebbe Yehuda, that there's no, there's no problem. My Mitzdaref, what do you mean they don't combine? They're kosher saks. Mayim Metzarifim, Kunim in who? They're reeds. Those, so, so just like we would look at a small board in everyone else, in Rav's Rebbe Huda, they're all small boards. In Rav's Rebbe Huda, there's no psul. In Rav's version of Rebbe Yehuda, there's nothing too big. Combined to what? You, the clock never started ticking. You never went against your allowance, you never went against anything wrong. It's fine says you're right he just borrowed that Lashen you're right where's the ID to come Reb Meir since Reb Meir holds if they're bigger than four they're Puzzle and therefore once you have Shach Puzzle counts against your Dalad Amis for Deif and Akuma. Reb Yehuda says Lashen they're not mitzarif, but of course there's nothing to be Mitzdaref to they're 100% fine says Tan Reb Yehuda I'm um, Rebiud Starfan. Rabbi borrowed that Lashon of Ain Starfan, but he means it's fine. It's not like Ain Starfan, they don't combine, but they're bad. No, they're not bad, so of course they don't combine. Why does he use a Lashon, they don't combine? Because he was just saying the opposite of Remeyer's Lashon. According to Remeyer, the four tvachim is bad, so you have bad schach, so it's combining against your dalid Amis of Dafan Akuma. So Rehudah says they're not mitzaharv, but he means there's no problem in the first place. Okay, now we have a shtickle easy stretch. We're just gonna bring a brysa that says each one of their shittas. So this should be pretty easy. Again, we have machlekes, rav, and shmuel. What the machlekes between Meir and Rehud is. According to rav, it's a straight up machlekes, Reb Meir holds boards more than four our Puzzle, and Rehut holds boards more than four our kush. That's right. In Shmuel, anything under three is fine. Anything above four is bad. From three to four is the machlekas. We find a brysa for each one of them. Tanya kavosi de Rav, and Tanya kavosi de Shmuel. We learned a brysa that says Rav's opinion. We learned a brysa that says Shmuel's opinion. Tanya kavosi de Rav, we learned the brysa that says Rav's opinion. Says as follows: Sichachah ben shel eres. If a person made sichach out of boards of cedar wood, sheein b'hen arba dibre hakol kasher. Under four, everyone says that's kosher. Mamish Rav Shita. Yesh b'hen arba. If there is four, that's where the machlekas is. Remei or peis Rebbe Huda Machsher. Mamish exactly how Rav. Would say the machlekes. This brisa quotes Rabbi Huda and Reb Mayer that way, meaning that's ra- what Rav would have wanted Rabbi Judah and Reb Mayer to say in our Mishnah. That's what Rav said. Rabbi Judah and Reb Mayer say. Now we found the brisa that Mamish says that. Continues that brisa. Um, Rabbi It's a story. Once, when there was a time of persecution, and the Ga'im said, "You are not allowed to build a sukkah." So what we did was we faked them out. We built a deck. And we made a roofed-in deck, and it looked pretty roof-like, says the Gemara Shehivinu <speaking in Hebrew> Nisarim, we bought boards, Shahayu Ben Arba, that had four T'fachim big, four T'fachim wide, the Al-Gabi Merpeseth, and we put these boards, Eschach, on top of a porch, V'yashavnu <speaking in Hebrew> and we sat underneath them. So says Rabbi says do you see, we used boards bigger than four. That's not a riot. You weren't sitting in the sukkah. What you were doing is puzzle. But you were allowed to. It was a time of persecution. Ain't Shasa Sakana Raya. riot? Shasa Sakana is <laughs> not a riot. So whether or not we can derive a proof from Shasa Sakana, that's the machlegs. But what we're really interested from gleaning from this b'raisa is it's Mama Rab's opinion. Under 4, everyone says it's fine. Four is machlekes between Rabbi Huda and Remeir. Four wide, Rabbi Huda says fine. Four wide, Remeir says bad. Perfectly like Rav. And now Tanya Kavosi the Shmuel. Sichacha ben Asarim shall erish yesh ben Arba divrei hakol psula. Mamish like Shmuel. Above four, for sure possible. Ein ben Arba, if it's not four but it's just under four, Remeir pays Rabbi Huda machsher. That is Mamish, Shmuel's version of the Machlekis that we all agree four is Puzzle. Between three and four is the Remey And Rameir, says that these boards are Puzzle, You have boards that are Puzzle. Four fucking big boards. Four fucking wide boards. Or three and a half fucking wide boards. Puzzle. But... You alternate, pasal, kosher, pasal, kosher. If you have alternating, schach, board, which is puzzle because it's bigger than three t'vachim, then good schach. Then board, which is puzzle because it's more than three t'vachim, then good schach. If you alternate, then it is kosher, which is obvious, we'll have this as a mishnah, and we'll discuss it. Then, umayid yehuda, as long as you have good z'chach in the non-board area, it's k'shira. And, and Rabbi Yehuda admits that a board that's bigger than four is the sukkah's kosher But you're not allowed to sleep under it because Rabbi Yehuda agrees that if it's bigger than four, it's possible. And if someone sleeps underneath it, he is not Yitzit. Mm-hmm. There you have two Bryces, two brices that say that one's like Rav and one's like Shmuel. Perfect. Okay, now. One last very, very Gishmat G'shalom about this machlekis So. <clears throat> we've been saying that according to Shmuel, everyone says a board wider than four is puzzle, and according to Rav, Rav says a board wider than four is puzzle. So if you have four by eight on your roof, it's puzzle. <clears throat> Asks the Gemara a fascinating Shiloh, which goes to the heart of the lumbas of why it's puzzle. So we say why is a board that's too wide puzzle, because it's confusable with a roof. Meaning, if you look at your roof on your house, see so you have um, what are um what are those things called? Should we? like the A-frame? Like the things that hold up the roof. Come on, you know that's a A-frame. That's out. <laughs> you know, like truss trust. trusses. Yeah, up. there you go. See, so the trusses. Then on top of sorry, so <laughs> on, the, on top wow. of the trusses, you put boards. So that's what you have on your roof. So a looks like a house. So we said you can't make a sukkah like that. Is that possible because it gives the appearance of a roof? But if you have those same boards that doesn't give an appearance of the roof, it's kosher. Or, once we say it's puzzle, it turns into like metal. And it's puzzle no matter what. What am I talking about? Let's say you're a weirdo. Instead of putting the 4x8 four, the four flat like it's on your roof, you turn them on their side. So as far as you're concerned, you're, if you look up, You have very thin slats, regular slats. Now, if you get a different perspective, a different profile, you see that these slats go up really high because they're really long boards. They're really four by eights. So, on one hand, hey, that doesn't look like a roof. When you're sitting in your sukkah and you look up, you see little slats. Looks great. It looks like sah. It looks like me and you. On the other hand, you're using something that, if it was positioned another way, would be possible. So in effect, the Gemara is asking, when we puzzle these long, wide boards for schach, do we puzzle them because they are laid like a roof? But if they would be laid on their side, and they would not be laid like a roof, they're kosher. Or do we say that, no, once we say they're puzzle, because they could be laid flat, be turn into metal. They're just as bad as metal. And once it's possible, I don't care which way you put it, it's possible. You You're right. So doesn't that, because so, I give a crazy case that it's four people. Four tfachim is, like nishna Zegufra, four is 16 inches. So you have these things that are 16 inches wide. You turn them on their side to make your a kosher. I tell you, you can't use that. Okay, fine. If I turn them on the side, is it good? It doesn't look like a roof anymore. I hear you. Itmar. Hafchan al If you turn them on their side. Anyone have a picture, Gemara, tonight? Yes. Yeah. We don't have the Gemara, but We got the picture book. It's not as dramatic here. You have the picture book? Yeah, oh. we got the picture book right here. This is not dramatic enough. It doesn't look like it's four fucking wide from that. i it yeah, the dark before. This is the picture, right there on the bottom. <laughs> Just as bad, dramatic. <laughs> but I was like, these, if they're down, they will be bad. You turn them up. It's a color. Are you done? It's gonna <laughs> be flat. You turn them on the side. <laughs> That's okay. Look at so good. Oh. She's a terminal, so. Got it. A little you are says the Gemara, half If you turn them on their side. Rav Huna Marpsula. Rav huna says it's possible. V'rev Chizda V'Rabba Bar Huna It's Kasher. Ikla Rav Nachman L'Sura. Rav Nachman once visited Surah. Now Rav Nachman does not yet have a dog in this fight. Rav Nachman once visited Sura. And Olagabe Rav Chizda Rav Bar and Ravchist and Rav Barav Huna, the ones that said, it's kosher if you turned it on its side, because it no longer has an appearance of a roof, they visited Rav Huna, And they figured, you know, let's ask him this Shiloh. O L'Gabe, and Huna, Amri and they asked him, hafchan al if you turned them on their side, they no longer look like a roof, but they are the same item that was possible. Mahu. Amalhu Psula. It's puzzle. Why? Because when we pasled it flat, <laughs> we didn't just pasle the way you placed it. We pasled the item. We passled the khets. Nasu, they became Keshpuden Chalmatris, like poles of metal. Amri Lahu Ravhuna. So now Ravhuna, who all along said it's puzzle, said Ah, oh, you didn't trust me when I told you it's possible. Now, now that have Chista said it's possible, now all of a sudden, you you believers? Did I not tell you to say like me? I told you it's possible. I told you just because you turn it on its side, it can't turn something that's possible kasher. It's a pasal achef tzferschat. It's not because of how you laid it. It's not because you placed it like a roof. Boards that are wide are a puzzle. They become as bad as metal. And it has no nafgemina no how you place it. When I told it to you, you fifed me on. And now, oh, Rukhista comes to town. And now all of a sudden, a Rufhuta comes to town. Rukhista comes down. And all of a sudden, you believe him. So I would think that the only time the, the boards aren't puzzle itself, the only time it puzzles is if you first lay them flat. And then hafkan <laughs> <then> al <and> <laughs> I hear. So you're saying hafkan <laughs> al is not right. a description of what it looks like. It has you're to saying be it's an action you took. It.
1: Now it's... Right. I mean, it has to be. because look at all the other cases. Let's say you have a... Uh, What's call it called? Uh, bundles of schach that's right. tied up. You, could, uh, you can yeah. always uns- uh, snip it open. you tell me that that became puzzle and that you can't use it anymore? Doesn't seem shy... Uh, Good point.
0: Good point. Yeah, I mean the way Rashi describes it, Rashi says that's how you placed it originally. But I hear you. Says says um, so they answered Huna. they said, listen, nothing personal. He said a reason. You never said a reason. You said no, it's possible. Well, why would it be possible? It's no longer a roof. Rav said, because the cheftze became puzzle. He said a bigger lambdas than you. He said a this You didn't say a lambdas. Did you give us a reason for your psak and we rejected it? When you gave us no reason, so we argued. You said a suggestion, a puzzle. We say, kosher, you did back up what you said with a reason, so it's easy to argue. When R- when Chisda R- came to town, Rav Chisda said, no, it has a bit of metal, it doesn't matter how you place it. Then we liked it. So he said, well, you never asked me for my reason. You just rejected me out of hand. So I'm like, <laughs> did you ask from me a reason? <laughs> and I didn't And I didn't give you a reason? I, you never asked me for a reason. Okay. We'll do the of sayyelah tomorrow. We're on Daf Dalit. And the, the Mishnah had a us which we had two opinions in the Machlechus. And we're going to qualify those opinions in the Machlechus tonight more. So the Mishnah said, Rebuhuda Yehuda is okay with Nisarim and Reb Meir is not okay with Nisarim. So we had two opinions, Shmuel and Rav. So first, the Gemara brought... Rav. And Rav said that the Machlekes is when they're Fort Tvachim. When they're Fort Tvachim. Very simple. Under Fort Tvachim, everyone says it's fine. The Machlekes is when they are Fort Tvachim. What's wrong with Fort Tvachim? We said it's Gzeres tikra. That if you think about it, your house what is your house? Your house has wood boards. What's, what's on the roof of your house? Even nowadays, I don't tell far, 1,500 years ago, but 2,000 years ago. But even nowadays, your house underneath your shingles is wood. So if I let you use big, fat wood boards, planks, then you're going to eventually use your house as a sukkah. And we said, that's a machlech, Ritzvan Rashi. What well, the problem is, use Rashi. Rashi says, it's not a sukkah. So, if they're bigger than four, Reb Meir says it's Tikra, and Reb Yehuda doesn't care. <clears throat> so, according to Rav, it's a very simple, straight-up machlekes, do we make tikra or not? Do we geyser boards bigger than four, they're very roof-like, they're industrial, they're, they're used to construct, they're construction equipment. Do we answer that? Reb Meir says yes, Reb says no. Very simple, cut-and-dried machlekes. Shmuel is much more nuanced. Like, you know, we have to haggle about this, but more or less it came out like this. Under three, in Shmuel, everyone says they're fine. Because that's teeny. That's kanem Reads. Above four, everybody says is bad. So in Shmuel, there isn't a machlekes if there is tikra. Everyone says above four there is tikra. We said in Shmuel the Machlikstin, Remeir and Yehuda is from three Tfachim to four Tfachim. From three to four. There is where Yehuda says it's not a problem and Remeir says it is a problem. And we discussed where they got that from. So we have a machleikis between Rob and Shmuel. Where is the Machlekis between Reb Meer and Yehuda? So we are up to five lines from the bottom of Yud and Aleph says the last couple words on the line Tenan so if you look back in the Mishnah, we just explained, Rav and Shmuel explained the first ten words of the Mishnah or so the Mishnah then said a second statement if you put on one board Shu'rah var That's bigger than four t'vachim. Ksheira, your sukkah's is kosher. ta'chtav, as long as you do not sleep underneath there. So now, now that we know about Rav and Shmuel, we're going to have to try to fit in that line of the Mishnah. Says the Gemara We learned in the Mishnah, neser. If you put on a board. Shu'rachiv Arbat t'fachim that is four t'fachim wide. your sukkah is kosher. as long as you do not sleep underneath that board. So, now obviously the Mishnah said, without qualifying itself, the Mishnah said straight out, without qualifying itself, that board is a problem, and it didn't say. It's subject to Meyer, Rabbi Huda. It's a mayor of Yehuda. That's a problem. Now, it's not going to apostle your sukkah because it's at the end. Just don't sleep there and we'll say Daifan Akuma and we'll cure it. But that board is a problem. So says the Gemara, <speaking in> Bishlema, <Hebrew> It works out really well in Shmuel's <speaking in Hebrew> Shita. The Amar that Shmuel <speaking in Hebrew> says, Bisha Aim, arba Arbamach, like that Ramey and Rabbi their entire argument is between three and four. arba If the board is four wide, it's for sure a puzzle. So that part of the Mishnah is beautiful. The Mishnah says unequivocally, without qualifying it, without putting it into Rav or Rebihuda or Reb it without modifying or specifying straight up, it's bad. According to perfect. Yeah, I told you it's bad. Everyone says if it's four, it's bad. It's not a machlekas or a Yehuda. That's why the Mishnah went ahead and said that anonymously and said that universally because there's no machlekas about that. That's perfect. That's why the Mishnah says straight out, Without qualifying it, do not sleep underneath that four tefach board. Elelu Rav, the Omar. But according to Rav, that says, the whole machlekes is once it's four. Even B'sheesh ben Arba machlekes, even when it's four tefachem white, there is the machlekes. This part of the quote is not important for us now. Avalayim ben Arba, Divrahakul So actually, that statement in the end of the Mishnah is not so poshit. So what if it's bigger than four? Yeah, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't like it. That sentence works in Rabbi Yehuda that you can't sleep underneath it. But in Rav why would Rav say you can't sleep underneath it? In Rav's version of Rav Meir, why does the Mishnah say that unqualified? It makes sense in Rabbi Yehuda. It doesn't make sense in Rav Meir. Sorry, I said the names wrong. Sorry, I said the names wrong. Why would I not sleep underneath it? The Mishnah says unequivocally you cannot sleep under a board that is is four Tvach In Rob's version, that's the Machlaikas. Yeah, it's true in Reb Meir, but it's not true in Reb So why would the Mishnah just say it as a flat-out statement? It says, Mark, you're right. You're right. Even though the Mishnah didn't qualify it, it's not true in everybody. Misavres hakol he. Do you think it's universal? Do you think everyone says that? Do you think everyone agrees to that? Seifa, son of Reb you're right. The Seifa is only in Reb Meir, which means Rav would expect you to read the mission as follows. Mishachah, Mishachah, Reb Yehuda. Reb Yehuda says boards are always fine. Boards are always fine. I don't care how big they are, no matter what. Reb Mayor says, no, a board that is for Tvachim, why, it is bad. And therefore, of course, that's only in Reb Meir. would never say such a thing. So of course, Rav would expect you to modify and understand that that end of the Mishnah, that last line in the Mishnah, is only, is only in Reb Shita and not in Reb Shita. Okay. So now, we have Rav and Shmuel, we have their different versions of the machlekas between Remeya and Rabbi Huda. And we know how to read the Mishnah. So now that we got that out of the way, now we could start fighting this. Meaning until now, Rav and Shmuel were just introducing their Shitas to us. We have a Mishnah, a machlekas in Rebey and Rabbi Huda about boards. Rav says it's a cut and dried machlekas. Above four, Remeyr says is Bad, and above four, Rabbi Yehuda says, is fine. Shmuel has a different opinion of the Mishnah, more nuanced opinion. Below three, everyone says, fine. Above four, everyone says, is bad. The Machlech is in our Mishnah between three and four. And now we know how to read the entire Mishnah. Now, let's start bringing Reyes, who's right, from elsewhere. So says the Gemara, Toshma, Toshma. Let me try to prove it to you. Now, there's something that we're going to say, I don't know if this is the first time we're going to say it, but this is very, very, very basic, very, very important. And that is as follows. That there are two issues you can have in your sukkah there are two issues you can have with your schach in your sukkah, namely missing schach and bad schach. Which means you should have straight, evenly divided layer of good schach, which means not macabre toma and grown from the ground. There could be two ways not to have that. You could have nothing there. You could have a big gaping hole in your sukkah or you could have bad schach. For instance, classic case of bad schach, metal. So each one, no z'chach and schach pasel, has a different shear with how much it pasels your sukkah. No schach is worse of a psul than schach pasel. No schach pasels with three twach. You know why? Because if nothing's there, there's no continuity from your walls to the schach, which means a sukkah has to be a walled-in area with schach. If you have a hole in your sukkah, and then you're not, you're no longer attached <laughs> to your walls. You need to have continuous schach. Now, if you're missing schach, we give you lovehood. But once you exceed, you know, like once you exceed your free you know, uh, trial period, then you're out. So you exceeded your lovod, you're out. We can't help you. You're not connected to your walls. Which means, let's say, you have three walls here. One, two, three. If that thing is a hole in the, in the schach, that border over there, then I'm not connected to that wall anymore. It's too wide, Or that wall. So I, I don't have walls, I'm, I'm here. I have, like, walls on my side, but I'm not connected to three walls, there's a hole. If that's less than three tzvachim, we'll fill in the gap for you with love. So, schach puzzle is, and I mean, no schach, is the worst psul. Because although you've done nothing wrong, you don't have a sukkah. So if you can use lovod, it, if it's three tzvachim, I'll help you out. If you exceed lovod, if your hole in your schach exceeds lovod, what do you want? You're not in a sukkah. I can't, I'm not mad at you. I'm not telling you you did anything wrong, but you're not in a sukkah. And I can't help you. Whereas, schach puzzle is a psul. So if you have metal, it doesn't puzzle with three. You still have schach. You still have, well, there's a psul in your sukkah. So there's a shear for psul. It's for So in, in a weird sense, in a weird sense, schach puzzle, when you've done something wrong, you have more leeway, more allowance, more give than if you've done nothing wrong, but you didn't put tzchach. So this is a very, very, very important thing that we're going to have to remember from now till the end of the, till the, end of the first parak. that the two problems with tzchach each have their own shiurim for different reasons. No tzchach, although you've done nothing wrong, I have no way to help you. You didn't give me any rope to help you with. You didn't give me a line to help you. So three tofum, you're out. Love it. Love it, you're out. Sraf pasel, okay, you have a sukkah, you're in a sukkah, you've done something wrong. So this is a shear for your naughtiness. Just like if you eat less than a Kazaias, we're not gonna give you Malchus. If you if you carry less than four amas, we're not gonna kill you. Etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Every time you do something wrong, there's a shear. So you put bad schach in your sukkah. You put schach posel. This year, ta'ol tsachin. So from that on, this is gonna become axiomatic. Schach pasel pasel baar ba. Avir, which is just dead air. Avir, paisel besleshatvachim. And we explained why. So says the Gemara Tashma. Shnei mit So let's say you used for curtains. A sadin is a sheet or a curtain. Whatever it is, it's makabeltumah. So you slide them. It's, it's a sheet or a curtain, something that's woven. It's makabeltumah. So now, what's the shear for something that's makabeltumah to passel your sukkah for but let's say you don't have four tefachim of schach I have a two tefach wide sheet going down the, in the sukkah, and then I have another two tefach wide sheet covering my sukkah. So, on one hand, like we said, you have schach. It's just schach The shah is, there a shear? Do we combine the shiurim of the psul you did. Which means, and this is always a shiloh when you do something wrong. Let's say I ate a chazi zayas of chalif. And then I ate another chazi of chalif. Together I ate a kazazi. Do I get malchus? It's in Yom Kippur that we always say, you know, pachas mishir or whatever. How, yeah. You have so to I'll wait see. nine minutes. Okay, so, right. so there's. So there's, So. You so see it. So, by every time you do something wrong, there's a shear in which we say they're unrelated, and there's a shear in which we say they're related. So, let's say I did it over here. I put two sheets, each under the limit, in my Sah. One sheet, two to wide. Not a problem. On its own, I wouldn't say it's a problem. And let's say, another sheet of two on its own, I wouldn't say it's a problem. Hey, guess what? If one would be like over going this way you stick over here, and the other one would be going this way and you stick over here, you're, you're good. In fact, we're gonna get to a Mishnah of a clever guy who did it like, you know, one on, one off, one on, one off, one on, one off, one on, and it's gonna be fine. Well, you know, we're gonna talk about the stipulations, but it's fine. This guy took two sheets, put them together. Do they combine? We say, listen, I don't care that they're two pieces. It's still four tvachim contiguous of bad schach. That's the halach, yes. shne sadinen mitzdarfen. Two sheets combine to a total shear of four tvachim and you ruined your sukkah. You put too much bad together, you ruined your sukkah. Shnei nesarin, two boards, ain't mitzdarfen. Do not combine to ruin your sukkah. Two boards don't combine. Now, we're going to have to give this a lot of thought. We're going to have to figure this out. Because boards are weird. Because there's inherently nothing wrong with boards. <laughs> it's just if it's over a certain size, so it's puzzle. So what do you mean they combine? Everyone's sukkah has a lot of boards. Well, let's say you use those slats like we did in the olden days. Do we combine those? Eventually a have four of board. So what do you mean two nisarim don't combine? I, I hear the sheet. Yeah, because each one is fine. It's not like they're individually Makabotoma. tommah. Remei af Even boards combine like sheets or curtains. Now what does this mean? Bishlei It's good according to Shmul. Da'mar that Shmul says arba If they are not four, yet yeah, that's where there's a ma'khlekes. yesh arba divrei If there is a board that is four tfachim wide, everyone agreed that it's possible. What does it mean it combines? My arba that if you have two boards together, if you have two boards together, they combine for that magic number of four, and they pass on your sukkah, and they pass on your sukkah. Says the Gemara, Ella the the Amr Arba, Machlekes only when there is four it's a Machlekes. Arba, Divrei but according to Rav, that if it's under four, it's Kusher. So I don't understand. I don't understand. Hey, chidami. arba. If each board is four tfachem, Why do I need them to combine at all? It, either you hold this puzzle because it's four or not. And arba. Am I? If they are not four tvachim big, why would they combine? They're perfectly fine slats. They're slats. Meaning, there's nothing wrong with a board. A sheet is the tomah. The question is just how big it is. A board, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not a tomah. So if it's under four tfachim, what do you mean it combines till you get to four tfachim? What combines? There's nothing wrong with them. You said under four, Rav. You said under four. Everyone says it's fine. Why would it combine? That's what a classic piece of schach is it's a board. Why would it combine? What do you mean it combines? Says the Gemara. No, it's talking that each one is bigger than four tzachim. And Rabbi Huda and Rameir says they're puzzle. Each one is four, and we know you're not allowed to sleep under it. So why are you talking about combining? We're talking about combining. Is as follows: We said that if a sukkah has at the edge bad schach, no problem. We turn it into a Akuma. and we will allow pretend that that's all. That's all and your schach starts here. How far can you take, we said this in the Gemara with the stage in the middle of the room, how far can you take B'efen um, to four Amis? Says Rav, what it means combined, which means you have boards bigger than four, so they're bad. You're not sleeping under them. So why do you need to combine them? They're possible on their own. Why do you need to combine them? We're not looking for a sure. shear, each one's possible on its own. Yeah, but we're combining them for the four Amis menatzad, that if they're within four Amis, we'll say daif and and it won't ruin the rest of your Sukkah. If these boards of four Tfachim each combine for a grand total of four Amis, we will combine it and say, you do not have a Sukkah anymore because you cannot employ defanakuma Akuma. Which means you have schach Pasa. These boards are each under four, or each four, sorry, they're each over four in are pasel. You're not sleeping all under them. So, how do you have a sukkah through Daifan Akuma? Can you just go on forever with Daifan No. You could, you, you could do Daifan Akuma till four Amis. If these four tefach plus boards combine to more than four Amis, you no longer can use Daifan Akuma and your sukkah is possible. We'll stop here. I'll be happy to go over that tomorrow with anyone that wants.